Good evening. Thank you for joining the Dad Bod Diaries. This is Troy Artilius. And Akaya Siegel. And today we were thinking about talking about some just random fitness shiz. Um, we got a question actually out from one of Akaya's clients. Why don't you field the question for us and give us a little background? So the question is about the fad diets that are out there. Diets that only are temporarily help with weight loss or muscle gain, but are really hard to maintain and sustain. So this is from uh, Aston. She asked if we can do a podcast on, hold on a second, pulling it up. Um, <laughs> Uh, one of errors. one of each of the fad diets and risks. So we have a lot of people who just jump onto these fad diets immediately, whether it's keto, paleo, Atkins, um, the plant-based diet, whatever it is. And we just wanted to shed some light on each one of the diets and how it is beneficial and then how it is also um, has some risks as well. So how have any, so uh, if any of you don't, listening don't know this, Akaya is a really accomplished bodybuilder. Uh, so Akaya, like as far as you prepping and like your personal history, how has diet played a role for you and shaping to where you're at now? So at first, when I first started doing a weight loss journey, um, I hopped onto the paleo train. You know, yeah. I'm just going to make sure everything that is, you know, all organic, only nuts and seeds, hunter-gatherer kind of diet. And it worked really well. Um, but then while doing that, I really restricted myself on certain foods and got used to eating the certain types of food that I would inflame whenever I would eat out with friends or go, go to different um different events as well and didn't really know what to do because it was so strict so it was hard to maintain um but then versus a normal nutrition diet where you have the proteins carbs and fats that are essential yeah. in the bodybuilding it actually really helped with one being able to build muscle and your body actually learns to absorb the nutrients each one of them um on top of that be able to help with glycogen storages energy and all of that stuff okay. so i would say the total difference would be one of them would crash pretty easily. Um, it was hard for me to maintain and sustain, but also it was hard for me to also kind of learn the diet as well since I was before I got super into the fitness industry. And then the other one more was more of the essential macros that your body does need. So it taught my body how to specifically use each one for each one of the movements, like glycogen for lifts, um, on top of protein to help with building and sustaining muscle. Um, and that, that's kind of where it sat when it comes to uh, bodybuilding specifically and then my own diet. Yeah. So I'm a power lifter. So I'm on the seafood diet. I just like to eat and see food. So that works really well for me. <clears throat> Moving on, um, what diets as far as like you've come across with your clients which ones have like so let's i guess go through them so we let's start with keto so like thought process on how keto is applied with someone who's coming into the gym so keto is probably the most common one that's asked i would say as it applies is it depends on the client let's say the client has a significant amount of body fat to lose then you can temporarily be on keto but i do recommend staying on a more nutrient-based protein, carbs, and fats diet. So for those of you who don't know, when it comes to the ketogenic diet, it's about getting your body in ketosis. So you're in super high amount of fat, so about 75% of your fats or diet is your fat. Um, and then there's minimum proteins and carbs in there, so about 5% is your carbs, the rest is your protein. 
And although your body learns how to use the fats for the energy, it's really easy for your arteries and stuff to clog um, on, on top of your body being able to process this much fat. And that's one thing that Troy brought into light as well. Um, so if a client or someone walks into the gym and says, hey, let's do keto, it's like, first off, like, what are you currently eating? It's such a it's such a touchy diet because you're only eating a certain amount and it's a very high amount of um of uh, fats and proteins and stuff too yeah um that when as soon as you give in to something your body goes um excuse me and then decides to blow i'd be so screwed yeah I'd be giving all the time <laughs> yeah and it's very different if you're like going on a date with your wife or if you're going to out with friends you know you can't be like well mm, is this more fat based when yeah. you're like going out for a beer or something you know yeah. so it's very touchy in the sense that your body doesn't know how to absorb the carbs as much as where you have more along the lines of protein carbs and fats being distributed for it okay. so it just kind of depends but for the most part doing it more evenly would be more spread out and then okay. troy you have any enlightenment on that too um as far as keto goes uh, if you're trying to do any sort of like in my experience and in my background, if you are trying to do any sort of really higher intensity movement, um, unfortunately, keto is not the best way for you to get there. We're looking when you're doing that higher intensity movement, whether it's really explosive lifts or where you're really trying to get in that explosive cardio or even just moving more consistently in your cardio, we are really looking for that carbohydrate, that easy glycogen store, right? Whatever it may be, but we're looking for that quick dose of ATP to be really able to get us there. Um, as far as going like steady state, yeah, eat a lot of fat, that's fine. Eat a lot of protein, go with it. But if you're doing those kinds of diet, like keto, for instance, like to be able to stave off the negative physiological effects that it's having, like clogged arteries and such, or even the defects it'll have on your heart, you need to be doing a lot of steady state cardio. Like they recommend like a good 45 to an hour of like steady state cardio daily to be able to stave off the negative effects that you're having with that increased fat intake and protein intake. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, what's another diet we could talk about? Have you heard of the superfood diet? No. I really like it. I think it's actually a really good beginner diet. Yeah? For sure. So the superfood diet is really intense about like, okay, you pick a food that you're really in love with and we're going to change an ingredient in it to make it a healthier option. Gotcha. Okay. So like if you look at like cauliflower pizza, right? Mm -hmm. So you'd look at the crust and be like, okay, let's change out the crust for a lower calorie option. Or um, the cheese, let's go with like a low fat cheese. Or let's change the toppings instead of being a meat lovers, let's go to like a vegetarian style or whatever it may be. And so it's about changing components to make your food healthier. So like one of the options they had was like mac and cheese. Like, so you find like a low fat cheese recipe mm -hmm. to make like a nice gooey cheese out of it. But then you also change it from noodles to cauliflower. Got you. Okay. Yeah. So it's more like substituting into like healthy things yeah. rather than. So instead of necessarily going like full board, you know, zero to 60, right? Like I'm 100% eating healthy, right? The Joe, the Seth Rogen meme where he's holding onto his chest and like there's the background of like <laughs> the trees and stuff, you yeah. know, and he's meditating because he ate a salad like no like it's picking those foods that you like and then picking out like one or two things in them to make it easier or healthier for you i like that option um <laughs> so there's a lot of the cauliflower pizza crust that you can get frozen at the grocery store and i, re <laughs> I remember my client's husband was you know he's like you know what i'm gonna try this, this yeah. is, you know we're gonna give this a shot and <laughs> 
he told me he just sat there on his couch just disappointed because he's like this isn't the same <laughs> but Poor the thing God. is it's, I know he's like ah you know <laughs> but but it, I mean it did work you know yeah. like he like he still got it it's in a healthier it's technically option. pizza but yeah. I but just do, also do what makes you happy things in moderation are also a huge thing too you know if you're 80% accurate, there's a good 20% of wiggle room that you're able to fit in just a few things here and there so they don't feel so restricted all the time. Because like Troy mentioned, if you are just changing everything at once, you're going to feel overwhelmed. Yeah. You're going to be like, oh my God, like I'm going to do, I'm going to work out <laughs> six days a week, I'm going to do all this cardio, I'm going to change my diet, I'm going to do X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z, and then when you fall off of one thing, it's going to turn into a domino effect of the crazy train to where everything kind of blows up, right? Yeah. And then when you're being more consistent, the better it is, right? I followed the diet today, or I got a gallon of water, or, you know, whatever it is, that consistency is going to be key to staying to your results, yeah. you know? Um, and then on top of that, it's just like little slow incremental things. Like, hey, you know what? 80% of the day, I, I ate really good. You know what? I'm going to enjoy a glass of wine tonight, or I'm going to go out to dinner with my husband, or whatever it is, yeah. you know? So that way you're one, 80% of the results, you're able to still be healthy. It's not a whole binge day, you know? We all have those Netflix, Netflix and binges, let's be yeah. real, all right? <laughs> but it still gives you one wiggle room to where you can actually enjoy life. And then two, you're still able to hit those results. Well, it's also about containing it, right? Like yes. you said, it's a day. It's not a Netflix and binge month. Yeah. It's not a Netflix <laughs> and binge year. Yeah. It's a day. It's not even probably a full day. It's probably a portion of the day. Mm-hmm. So it's finding how to what is it it's called a, a re-engagement it's called an action plan yeah so when we talk about fitness we talk about action plans it talks about getting started and then working at a consistent enough pace that it becomes maintenance when you fall off your action plan re-engages and you pick up with an activity mm-hmm. that's easiest habit for you to pick up again and then start layering habits back on again. Yes, exactly. So, it, and the thing is too, is you're allowed to have a bad day. You're allowed 100%. to have an off day. If your lift wasn't good or if you just weren't feeling well enough to go to the gym or you know what, maybe you had a really bad day at work and you just need to just sit and relax for a few minutes. That's completely fine. Bad days will happen. It happens to professionals. It happens to everyday people. Um, it happens to me and Troy and everybody uh, at Fitness Quest. So that's the bad days. They do count too. So it's it's the fact that you know what I'm taking this time for myself and I'm back at it tomorrow. Don't let a bad day turn into a bad week, turn into a bad month, yeah. or a bad year, and then start again next year for next January's resolution. Right? This is about you, your goals, and what you want to accomplish. And by taking the steps one day at a time, it's gonna feel a lot easier on the brain, on the body. Yeah. Um. So I. Uh... I know a hot topic has been going more plant-based mm-hmm. with a lot of foods. Um, yes, I have recently gone plant-based. Yes, a power uh, power lifter has gone plant-based. Um, I will say I didn't do it for what everyone else says it was, and I don't do it for the same reasons like that people do it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I still believe in eating animal protein. I still believe in eating um, animal protein on a regular basis. What I saw was a deficiency in my own life where I fell into this habit that we have especially here in like America, if you look at like a lot of our, like our advertising, our marketing for food, it's like, you have to eat like a man, right? You have to eat meat to eat like a man and do all these things. And so I felt just like many other people, were you like eating meat like three times a day or whatever it may be. And so I was eating an animal based protein for like every meal. And I noticed an effect on my body as far as like joint health goes and things like that. 
I limited meats that were a little bit more like infl inflammatory for me like definitely like ground beef and like red meats were a little bit worse especially if i wasn't concerned about whether they were grass-fed or not got it um i would have a lot of inflammation occur but uh to be fair if we look at the science of it plant-based first of all any sort of plant-based protein isn't going to have a complete source you're not getting all of the essential amino acids that you should be getting. Um, so you have to find multiple plant-based sources of protein to be able to get a complete source of protein. Um, animal protein absorbs better in our system actually because of the, um, the, the heme and the iron and all that stuff. We actually have a better absorption rate and they found in animal protein versus plant protein. However, our diets as a whole, we aren't balanced. Like what you were talking about earlier is finding that cadence and that key. Mm -hmm. We're not balanced with animal proteins in this nation at all. And so I, I think for me, as far as going plant-based goes, it meant finding a better balance so I could right. eat better and find those better macronutrients for myself. Yeah, and you also came up with a really good point. When you, let, let's say you have your heart set on being plant-based or you have your heart set on doing keto or you have your heart set on doing paleo or whichever diet it is, as long as you're consistent, that's what matters. And as long as you're getting the essential amount of macronutrients, like your protein, carbs, and fats in it, then go for it. You know, if this works better for you, awesome. If plant-based is better for your joints or however you feel, then awesome. It's just staying consistent because that's the issue with fad diets is... Mm -hmm is the fad part of it. Yeah. A lot of people stick to it in the very beginning, I'm doing awesome, doing great, and then fall off as soon as they get tired of it, yeah. which is normal. So if something works for you and you can stick to it on a day-to-day, month-to-month basis, then 100% do it, you know? It's whatever works best for you and your body, and if you don't know what works best for you and your body, you're also welcome to ask a trainer um, or a professional about it, and I'm sure, well, I personally, and Troy as well, would love to talk your ear off about it. <laughs> That was that was a plug. Come on in, please. Yeah. <laughs> Fitness Quest, one four one six East Main Street, Puyallup, Washington. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I, exactly what Akaya is saying is just becoming consistent and like finding your consistency. I had a I had a trainer put it really well to me when I was starting on my fitness journey. He said, "You don't have to eat like an A." to get the body you want you can eat like a b you can eat like a b minus says the closer you get to an a like closer you are to an a student right the better results you're gonna have but you can eat like a b and still look how you want to look or look better than what you're going to or get the results you're going for so finding that balance in your life is what's going to create longevity fitness isn't about today it's not about tomorrow it's about a lifetime of health so i mean i know at least from my side of it it's definitely about just and i know akaya agrees it's about finding consistency that creates lifetime uh, advantages we don't want you to be those people that fall into like a fad diet and then like what she says rebounds off of it once you decide to go back to eating pizza and bonbons or whatever the hell it may be <laughs> like <laughs> you know what i'm saying like you know, if you want to have a cinnamon roll on the couch, have a fucking cinnamon roll. Don't eat like 10,000 cinnamon rolls. Have yeah. one cinnamon roll. And if you are eating like a C, D, or even F, because um, <laughs> we all have those days, don't starve yourself for the next three days yeah, or the no. next week. If you have one day where you're like, you know what, I'm going ham. You know, it, it is just one of those days. And it's one of those moments where I just need to okay, hit, you know, all of my, you know, I'm, I'm just going to go go okay, for it. You know, 
then don't starve yourself right, for the next three days to where your body is like starving, okay? If you go back to your normal gym regimen, your body's actually gonna take those nutrients and be able to absorb it and utilize it for your next workout. Don't go, don't only eat like bare minimum bird feed, just teeny tiny, in order to make up for the cheat meal. I once made that huge mistake because I would be. I'd be like, you know what, I'm just having a day. I would have a day, I'd feel horrible about it, and then I'd start myself for like the next three days to a week. When your body needs regimen, one day bad is completely okay as long as the rest of the six days are fine, you yeah. know? So that's one thing I do want to keep it, you guys to keep in mind too is I don't want you to I'm just be like, okay, well, I had all of this, so I'm just going to eat practically nothing. Your body's going to freak out if you have all this and then nothing and then you have all this again. Remember, consistency is key, right? So being 80-20, 80% clean or 80% on your diet, 20% of the fun stuff. Yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't show up to work late one day and then not show up for the next few days. You would try to show up on time every single day. We're just, that's all we're saying. If you're late one day, just show up on time the next day. Show up on time the day after that, right? Just do your best. Um, if you have any more nutritional questions or whatever it may be, definitely talk to us. Akaya is a wizard at playing with your macros to get you the results you're looking for. And here's the deal. Sometimes people need to be on higher carbs. Sometimes people need to be on lower carbs. Mm -hmm. That's the thing about working with a fitness professional like Akaya or myself is that we'll find what works best for you and kind of just get you into that zone. Some people, like I know myself, like I can have carbs all day long and I can still lose weight. But I know like other people, I've had clients in the past that need to have like some sort of carb deficit with mm -hmm. a higher in protein intake to be able to hit their results. There's some people that like fat wise, they need to just drop. They need to just drop a lot of weight being able to do so. Um, any last thoughts, Akaya? Um, no, besides just saying making sure that you're staying consistent uh, and making sure that you're able to kind of stay on track. And if you want to do a certain diet or work on everything, just, just make sure that you're doing it with the correct amount um, and stick to it. Now, you can do it. You know, as long as you're consistent and if you have any questions, that's what we're here for. We're saying um, have a cinnamon roll, but not like the whole box of cinnamon rolls. Try not to have the whole box because <laughs> I know when I start, I don't stop. So, <laughs> Damn you, Cinnabon. Uh, All right. This is Troy and Akaya and we are out.